Hey, Kiss Army. This is Tony from Restrained, and you're listening to Shout It Out Loudcast with Tom and Zeus. I'm not sure why, but you are. That's right. We're back with another episode of Dorm Damage, the show where anything and everything is on the table and the table gets smashed. This week, we're back with more Rolling Stone bashing. Or are we going to be bashing them, <laughs> Zeus? <laughs> yeah. We, do we do we like Rolling Stone this time? I don't know. We'll find out. Yeah. Someone's been posting this and I saw it when it came out in uh, a few years back. Uh, it's a, a list of the top. 50 greatest hair metal albums by Rolling Stone, which is hilarious. Exactly. That would be the equivalent of uh, like the church that I go to ranking the top 50 porn stars or it just doesn't, it doesn't make any sense. (laughs) Barstool sports ranking top 50 WNBA games (laughs) of all time. What are, you, what are you talking about? It's fantastic fundamental basketball. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't want to get canceled. Forget it. Go back to Rolling Stone. I, I speak of that. I just saw the family guy. It was a quick episode, quick blurb. That's almost as bad as the WNBA girls. And something is like, she makes $7,000 a year. That's almost worth being so unattractive. Oh, Jesus Christ. Welcome new listeners. As always, we try to bring you right in. Yeah. So let's not hesitate. Okay. Let's go right into this list. Okay. Boy, what a list it is. You want to start us, Tom? Yeah. Let's preface the fact that saying we may need to reach out to the guys from Potter than Hell. Or, or Brad uh, Pack Brad or, or, or Backpack Brad to help us decipher who some of these bands are, and, and of course we we love Steve and the guys from Part of the Hell of Brad. But number fifty is Lord Tracy, Death Gods of Babylon from nineteen eighty nine. What the fuck is this? I can't help you here. I don't know what this is. <laughs> I, I I I don't know what this is. All right, <laughs> let's go to the next one. You're up. Uh, no, all right. I do. Everybody knows this one. Number 49, Mr. Big, lean into it from 1991. I don't even own it. <laughs> uh, oh, I don't either. I know the album. I mean, if you, uh, you know, to be with you was the big one. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, I never really, I, I got into these guys just from that hit. I know they have more green tin and sixties. Mine is a really cool song, but I've never owned a Mr. Big album in my life. I know nothing uh, about them. Only yep. that Sonny I know loves them. And their lead singer is Austin Powers. That's right. Do I make you horny, baby? Do I? And uh, I think Joey 
Casada. Yep. He uh, plays with him, and I saw him play with him. That's right. Not, not the most friendly man, let me tell you. Uh-oh. Okay. <laughs> oh, Jesus. All right, yeah. let's move on to the next one. And this album cover looks like a show on Nickelodeon. Uh, <laughs> this is a joke, What is right? the number, number 48, Precious Metal, right here, right now, from 1985? I, I, I'm not – this This looks like one of those shows, like iCarly or something. Like, I don't. I don't know what this is. The girl holding the guitar looks like Fat Tiffany. Oh, yeah, that's kind of hot. And uh, like bassist from uh, the Bangles is in this, I think. I don't know if they look like each other. It looks like an ad for for like a back to school, like Chess King ad. <laughs> yeah, like- that looks like Chris Holmes, Wasp's guitarist <laughs> on the right. I don't know what the fuck this is. I have no Girl, idea. This is a parody, right? It's got to be. It's got to be. This is what Rolling Stone does to like it- over the top insult. Everybody. Exactly. Exactly. Anyways, uh, I, it- we don't know what this is. No. Number 47. All right. We know this one. This is Lita Ford Lita from 1988. I mean, we all know we all know Kiss Me Deadly uh, and, of course, Close My Eyes Forever with Ozzy. Uh, there is also uh, Back to the Cave. Ooh, she looks smoking in that video. Yeah. And that's, then uh, uh, yeah. Falling In and Out of Love, I think, is on that as well. This yep. is a pretty good album. Now, the only thing I would say is, okay, 47. I don't know if the placement is right because it depends what other shit you put on this list. Exactly. If, if it's the shit album before that, this should not be this high. It yeah. should be lower uh, than that. Yeah, Ag- agreed. Uh, <laughs> Come on, dude. This Come is, on. I, I'm honestly, this we're not even ten fucking albums in. Rolling Stone is. This is. I want to meet the guys who sat in a room and said, "Hey, guys, number forty-six, Kick Tracy, No Rules from nineteen ninety-one." I don't know what this is. Kick Tracy. I don't know what this is. What the fuck is this? You know this? what's funny right now? I'm telling you, I know that there are guys out there be like, I can't believe these guys don't know who Kick Tracy is. <laughs> Fucking guys are incredible. <laughs> this is seriously, who is on uh, BC from fucking uh, from part of the hell is on is on the panel here. He has, <laughs> what the fuck are these bands? <laughs> All oh, right. Let's, he definitely oh, is now oh, with the Jesus. next one. Dude, this is this is ridiculous, right? This when when you think of parody insane hair metal not only this band but this the, the, this album title number 45 is pretty boy floyd leather boys with electric toys from 1989 that now tom i was on a potter than hell episode and this was my homework assignment to learn this album it's okay, not talk- that bad I, i've heard i've heard the same thing i've heard that if you're into glam hair you know Nothing i mean it says it's out but it's not yeah. like horrendously bad it's yeah. just like something i would have to listen to look when i got uh the winery dogs by sunny i put it on I'm like okay this is pretty good okay yeah. if i listen to it as much as uh pink pretty boy floyd's as much as the wine maybe i would like it or maybe i'd be like good god this is fucking terrible i don't yeah. know it wasn't bad when i heard it rolling stone's funny it says leather boys by the way leather boys and electric toys of course they pluralized with a z instead of s because that's what you do. Okay. When you're a Restrained. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, incorrect spelling. Badass. We love you, Tony. Uh, 
Rolling Stone says Leather Boys is glam metal at its most extreme, turned up to 11 on every possible level. Yes. Okay. Dude, this is offensive <laughs> on multiple levels at number 44. Lick it up <laughs> from Kiss is number 44. This is not in the Kiss hair metal era. It's not. This is not hair metal. We'll be the first people to admit when Kiss did hair metal. I do not consider Lick It Up hair metal. Asylum, Crazy Night, Smashes, Thrashes, and Hits, Hot in the Shade a Little. That's in that hair metal era. Animalize uh, is not really hair metal. It's like almost speed metal. Yeah, it's it's yeah, it's 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 like early early hair metal. But lick it up, I definitely don't consider this hair. No, metal. no, this is um, just stupid. Yeah, no, that's that's ridiculous. Oh, here's another good one. We like ooh no, number forty three, Vixen, self titled from nineteen eighty eight. This awesome. This is your band. Yeah, this is your band, Zeus. Go I ahead. love this. I had this album. I had their second all album. Rev it up. I like Vixen a lot. I, yeah. I mean, Janet Gardner and her fucking perfect ass yep. in those pants. Oh, love it. They got some really good. So you know, it's it. This would be called heavy metal. This is called glam metal. This is called pop metal. Yep. Everything was called heavy metal back then. But let's be blunt. This is not metal. It's right. like uh, pop rock, hard rock, a little bubblegum rock. It gets thrown in because of the hairdo of glam metal. Yeah, this is a glam metal album. Yep. I think it's great. I think her voice is fan-fucking-tastic. Yep. That's a good album. It really yep. is. I mean, they're still touring, but obviously I believe Roxy's the only original member that's still yes. left. Yes. Uh, but they, but they, they, you know, they were on the cruise. They were on Creatures Fest. So they do, they're doing the round. Yeah. Um, okay. Forty two is another band. <laughs> First of all, let's talk about what the fuck this stands for. So this is D A D. No fuel left for the pilgrims. I, I, how how are these words coming out of my mouth right is now? Is it D A D or is it called Dad? Is, I don't know. It's from nineteen eighty nine. It stands for get this Disneyland After Dark. <laughs> What are you talking about? <laughs> it's a dude, great you, album. Dude, you never heard Dad Unplugged? Fucking incredible. <laughs> uh, no. No. I don't, I don't know who. I, again, I don't know who these guys are. Sorry. Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. 
Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Oh, here we go. Number 41. I'm a bigger fan of this one than you are, Zeus. We know that. 1988 self-titled debut at number 41, Winger. Okay. Um, I'm a huge fan of this album. I take it for what it is. Uh, This was Sonny's pick on ARC. You had a bigger problem with this album than the both of us. Um, I think it's exactly what it is meant to be. Melodic, cheesy, poppy, handsome lead singer, hair metal. Yeah, I don't have a problem with it. I mean, it's a decent album, uh, okay. but they do make a point to say that the band's musical pedigree was unmatched in the eighties. Yeah, they have. They're they're talented people, but you guys who don't want to judge women by their looks because you're that type of fucking personality are judging right. male bands by their looks. Yep. So you kind of lambast them, and so it's funny that the first thing they say in the first sentence in here is talking about how Beavis and Butt and, and Lars Ulrich. Lars. Mock yep. them. So yep. that's how you start this off. Exactly. So there you go. Yep. Yeah, I don't think this is bad at 41. Okay. Depends okay. on what you have before that. Right. Well, number 40. Uh, oh, God. Here come the striper tards. Uh, <laughs> num- number 40, striper to hell with the devil, 1986. I had this album when it came out, and then I went back and bought Soldiers on the Command, their first album. And I got into it. I don't remember this cover though. I always thought it was. I was just going to say, I've never, I've never seen this cover. This looks like, this looks like made up shit. I I liked it. It was poppy kind of metal. Striper's got a lead singer. They looked very girlish. The bassist looks like he weighed like 95 pounds, if that. Yeah. And uh, he was actually in the news recently bitching about people not accepting God or something. And everyone, I saw that. Yep. Yeah, yep. but yep. this wasn't I, a bad album. I remembered when it came out, and I, I MTV all over the place. Yeah, I tried. I gave them a shot. They were on the cruise. I tried. I, I just, I, I mean, I, I obviously understand the current incarnation of Stripers doesn't sound the way that they did in their heyday. I don't stand I just, the I music, the liking uh, their music now. I, it's yeah. not melodic at all. I just, I couldn't get into it. I tried. Oh, here we go, baby. Let's talk. Number 39, self-titled 1986, Vinny vincent invasion so i can see why there are people that absolutely swear by this album and then there are others like us that swear by all systems, all systems go. Go. I think yeah two different type of music yep um this is like i think this is a genre like of shredder music people love this shit yeah i, I think boys are gonna rock is great yep uh, and it's just over the top solo Shoot You Full of Love is great as well. I, I like the album. I'm not yeah. going to go fucking nuts over it, but. No, I think the I big thing for me. Yeah, I think the big thing for me is just the difference between Fleischman and, and Mark Slaughter on All Systems Go. Fleischman is like just just off the rails, just insane. I mean, I mean, Mark Slaughter is too on All Systems Go. But I mean, if you're if you're a hair metal fan, you you like you like Vinnie Vincent. You have to. Yeah. Which leads us right into another one that's exactly like oh. the Vinnie Vincent invasion and oh, oh my god this album cover wow yeah the self-titled debut 1988 Britney Fox coming in at number 38 
These yeah. guys are uh, they're Philadelphia like Cinderella, and they sound they they they. Dizzy Dean is trying to be like Tom Kiefer on steroids yeah. on a lot of these songs. Uh, the music is good. The actually album it is. is pretty good. Girl School is one of the defining songs of the era of what's me, called to, hair metal. To, to me, in the it best is video. It, to me, it is the defining. If an alien landed on planet Earth, I say this all the time. Hey, what's hair metal? I would play them Girl School. Absolutely. Oh. And then and then right after that, I would probably play Boys Gonna Rock from yeah. Vinnie Vincent. So that chick in that fucking video incredible smoke show yep yep and yeah that video is quintessential hair metal and so is the band and the fact that they're wearing lace and pirate shirts and their fucking ridiculous hairdo and their pants tucked into their fucking boots it's so ridiculous looking speaking of ridiculous let's get to our favorite band at number 37 (laughs) 1989's psycho cafe Bang Tango at it number 37. It is Bang Tango and not Bango Tango. It's Bang Tango. Now, I know Someone Like You is the only song I know because I had an MTV video and it's on a lot of those hair metal CD compilations. And I I, I don't think Someone Like You is a bad song for, for the hair metal genre, but I, I don't know anything else about this band. Didn't they do... He's in policing or something like that. Or is that a different shit band? Is that spelt with a Z when they say <laughs> teasing? <laughs> like, oh, no, no, it's fucking horrible. All right, all right. Thirty-six. Alice Cooper, trash from nineteen eighty-nine. Uh, just for the record, here, never got into Alice Cooper other than like the classics, you know, Billion Dollar Babies and I'm eighteen, all that stuff. Never owned this album. I know the song Poison. It's it's terrible. It's wicked cheesy. It, 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 it's Alice Cooper trying to make a hair metal album. I don't like it, but I don't like Alice Cooper to begin with. So he makes a great point. I would okay. get into my Corvette. I would turn on the radio and I hear all these great songs by Bon Jovi and Aerosmith. Yep. I found out how many of those Desmond was responsible for. I knew he was the man to get. That's right. Who would have thought that Alice Cooper would have a hit in 89? Yeah. That's yeah. Desmond Child for you. So yeah, I mean, poison. It, that song, poison. It is what it is. I mean, it's, yeah, it's catchy. And this it's is, catchy, but it's just not. You but know. this isn't. This is lazy. Pick it. Oh, Alice Cooper's poison. It's just fucking lazy. And I'll be honest with you. Reading this here, I absolutely had no idea that uh, he teamed up with Kip Winger. Yeah, on this Winger album. was his bassist. Did you know yeah. that? Uh, no, I. D- yeah. Kip Winger came from Alice Cooper. Yeah, I don't. I'm not a Winger or Alice Cooper fan. I mean, I like Winger's album. I don't know anything about those bands. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Here we go. This is not hair metal. This is the first one where I'm just going to. I know we said lick it up is not hair metal. Neither is this. Number 35, self-titled 1989 Badlands. We did a uh, Kiss Family Tree album review on this. This album's incredible. There's nothing hair metal about this. I, I don't know. Nope. You... Not at all. But this is, uh, uh, you would say the hair metal era. Yeah, of okay? course, because it was 89. But this isn't hair metal. No, not at all. No, great, great, great fucking album. If you want to hear us talk more about this album, you can go check out the album review. We break the whole thing down. Oh, boy. 34. A lot of these are like self-titled debuts here. Uh, I don't even know if this is the debut, but it's a self-titled 1989 Junkyard at number 34. Yeah, so I know the songs Hollywood and Simple Man because they play them on Sirius XM Hair Nation all the time. They're they're decent. They're good. Hollywood's a pretty good song. Um yeah, I mean, this is like at the end of hair metal. It's 89. There's a lot of albums from 89 on this list, but it, this is this is fine. So for me, I had this. I always like to try to be ahead of the curve. Yep. So when Guns N' Roses came out, I jumped on that and other stuff. And this is that kind of changing of the guard 
into what becomes alternative and grunge. A yeah. band like Junkyard, all of a sudden now, Skid Row, uh, Junkyard, uh, LA Guns, uh, Faster Push Guard, kind of like this sleazy, bluesy. Uh, you got all sorts of tattoos, earrings all over the fucking place, stripped down shit. Guns and Roses, they took the lead from GNR. Yeah, and GNR love these guys, and I love Simple Man. I think it's one of the best songs, but it's not fucking hair metal. No, I agree. Hollywood, but, that, yeah, yeah, it's not hair yeah, metal. Yeah, go listen to Simple Man and tell me that's not a great, great song. Yeah. All right, let's go. 33, Saigon Kick, The Lizard from 1992. First of all, if you're putting a hair metal album from 1992 in your top 50 list, you're way off. Uh yes, the only thing I know about Saigon Kick is the the Love Is On The Way that song. It's a it's a great power power ballad, you know, hair metal ballad. But other than that, you're gonna have to this, plead ignorance here. This is just fucking stupid. I don't even know anything on it, yeah. so I'm gonna say it's stupid because I know a million other albums from that era that Perfect. are definitely better than this shit. Like this one at number thirty two, nineteen eighty nine, Great White, Twice Shy. Great album, but it sure shit is not once bitten. But this is a good album. Yes, I do like it. This has got Me a too. lot of good songs on it. Yep. And I'm okay with this being on here as long as Once Bitten's ahead of it. Exactly. Yes. Right? So it's hard to judge these until yeah. you see what's ahead. See, now we're getting into my my first personal like ridiculousness of how is this only at 31, and that is 1990's Stick It To You by Slaughter at number 31. This album's this album almost has no skips on it for me. Um this is an incredible album, uh, but they got it at 31. Yeah, this is a fantastic album. I love it. Uh, yep. So many great. This, I mean, the riffs, the high pitch lead singer, yep. guitar, rock, drums. I mean, this has got everything. This yep. and the ballad. So this yep. is kind of like, this is kind of paint by numbers type of album in that era, but it fucking works. Yep. And I saw them open up for Kiss on the Hot in the Shade tour. Yep, they were great. They were great. Yeah, we oh go. boy. Okay, I'm gonna be honest. I never even knew this album existed. <laughs> Number thirty from 1991, Freak Show by Bullet Boys. The only thing I know about Bullet Boys is their first album. Uh, Zeus is <laughs> laughing right now because it's are, the Bullet are, Boys. Yeah, and they are a punchline to a lot. Of, of course, they are. Okay, Bullet Boys. What is this? Having already established themselves as carriers of the Van Halen torch with their self-titled debut. What? <laughs> Rolling Stone just put bullet boys and Van Halen in the same sentence. You know why? Because Ted Templeton, I think, did their first album. And, so? and they got in and they have a, a black black David Lee Roth lookalike. Mark Mark Torian? Mark with a Q? I don't know, but he, yeah, he, like long blonde hair, black guy. It's, just it's ridiculous. Oh, ridiculous. No. Oh, here we go. Another one of our uh, punching bags from Shout Out Loudcast. Number 29. Oh, there it self, is. Self-titled 1989 Dangerous Toys. <laughs> oh. and, and, and you had it mixed up. Yes. This is where teasing pleasing is. <laughs> Now, the only song I know off this album is Scared, and that's because they play it all the time on Hair Nation, and it's on a bunch of hair metal compilations. I, I, Scared is actually a pretty good song. Uh, Sport in a Woody is fucking hilarious. They play that on on Hair Nation, too. Teasing, pleasing. Yeah, this is just <laughs> dangerous. Just, I mean, 
it's just so corny. It's so corny. Uh-huh. Speaking of 1984 self-titled, this comes in at number 28, Black and Blue. Yeah, Ace Frilly. Dude, I mean, Tommy Fair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fake Ace. And speaking of fake something, is that fake D. Snyder in the it, middle it, of the album? It absolutely is. And the guy on the right looks like fake, like Anton the, Fig. I don't know. I don't know what's going on there. It's like fake Anton Fig. Yeah, I mean, I know, I know. You know, hold on to eighteen, and you know, we know everybody knows that one, but ugh, I don't know. This is just what the fuck. All right, here's a good one. Here's a yes. This a this a great one right here. Uh, at number twenty seven, L A Guns, cocked and loaded from nineteen eighty nine. This is a great fucking album. Yes, this is a good one. L A Guns should definitely be on this one. The yep. funny thing is about this album, I want to be your man. Is the best song on this fucking album, in my opinion. Really? And it is the back then when they would do like an extra bonus CD edition, you wouldn't get it on a tape. Okay. How the fuck is that song only like a bonus CD track? That song rocks. Telling you, uh, I want to be your man is fantastic, but I love this album. It's a really good album. There's a ton of good stuff on it. So this is a really good hair metal album. Um, yeah, th- that this is definitely a standout for me. Oh, yikes. At number 26 from 1988, we got Open Up and Say Ah by yeah, Poison. This definitely has to be in there when you of talk course, about everything course. by the Poison's first three albums need to be in this list. Yeah. We're yeah, in high school at this time. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. And they even say right here, you, you just said it quintessential hair metal it says i mean nothing yeah, but a good go. no, yeah nothing but a good time every rose has its thorn i mean it's a fucking huge high school album huge exactly album. exactly yeah. all right now here's another one where i i would argue about the hair metal thing i mean maybe a little bit i don't know what you think coming in at number 25 we have eat and smile from david lee roth from 1986 um i get it i mean it was I don't know. I mean, it was poppy, but hair metal. I don't know. What do you think of that one? It, it, yeah, I wouldn't metal. call it hair metal. It's a yeah, good album. Either. It is a good but, album. But this yeah. is similar to going. Are you going to put eighty four in here as hair metal? Yeah, exactly. You want fifty? Right. Yeah, right. uh, I'm not calling Van Halen hair metal, but this album is a is a very good album. Fucking Yankee Row is one of the best songs from that era. We got another album here with uh, with Billy Sheen on bass. He was on Mr. Big, and now he's here. So he's uh, been represented a couple times right now. Uh, oh, here's your favorite. Oh, J- J- uh, our buddies Joey Casada, Jericho. This should be their number one album. No, 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 coming in at number 24, self-titled from 1989, Chip's Enough. <laughs> Chip in- Magoo. Ch- enough is enough. Now, I am going to say for the record, I think New Thing and Fly High Michelle are fantastic hair metal songs from the 80s. I love those two songs. That being said, that's all I know from the band. Both those songs are horrible. Oh, I thought this it. band was bootleg poison, and I thought their songs weren't as good as poison. That should tell you enough about Enough's Enough. And besides that, Tom, I think Chip's Enough still walking the halls at Creatures Fest looking yeah, I think for he's someone still, to ask him what yeah, he's, he's doing. He's still looking around for somebody to sign something. Yeah, I think you're right. <laughs> Uh, uh, oh boy, here's another here's another darling of the hair metal nation. At number twenty three, from nineteen eighty two, we got self destruction blues by Hanoi Rocks. Okay, what are you talking about, Tom? This is like the most fucking. Uh, <laughs> what, what was it that Sunny called us the most influential band or album of the era? 
Dude, they, people love Michael Monroe. They love Hanoi Rocks. They love people love this. Like right here, it says it's a proto GNR album. Well, think about it. It did come out in 1982. So th- this is when they were kind of straddling the line between like pre hair metal and like like punk and like new wave. Especially yeah. if you look at the album cover here. Looks like fucking like dime store Duran Duran or something. <laughs> B-52s. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Something yeah. fucking horrible. Yep. Oh, God. here's another big one coming in here at number 22 from 1987 pride by white lion. Everybody knows this one. Oh, dude, Vito Brada. How is he not on your favorite guitarist? Vito Brada's fucking guy's incredible. Yeah, He's he good. is a good guitarist. He, is, he I'm, 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 I'm and look. when the children cry and wait are yep. great fucking like pop songs dude tell me might be my favorite song on that album oh that's a, really? it's a it's a good album their so second th- album's pretty decent as well yeah no oh. pride, pride pride's a good album dude number 20 this should almost be uh, i won't tell you what we'll eventually do our own episode we rank them but coming in at number 21 this is a crime from 1985 under lock and key by Dawkins. give me a goddamn break yeah, what do you if you're is- putting if you're putting this at number 21 i'm nervous about what's at the top 20 yep I mean, uh, I'm just going to tell you how fucking great this is. Well, I- I'm sure we'll do it. Yeah, of course. So Rolling Stone is going to tell you that Blackout in the Red Room <laughs> by Love Hate <laughs> from 1990 <laughs> is better than Dawkins Under Lock and Key because that what that's what comes in at number 20. <laughs> I, I I know this album. I've uh, we've heard of Love Hate. I've heard of Blackout in the Red Room. Uh, I don't know anything about the band. Sorry. I know nothing about this band. I've never heard of him. I've never heard of this album. Nope. I know nothing about it. Nope. Ugh. <laughs> Number 19 from 1990 Warrant Cherry Pie. I love Uncle Tom's Cabin. Fantastic song. Other than that, never, ever, ever got into Warrant. Never got into Warrant. I know I know I'm an outlier there because everybody loves Warrant, but not a huge fan. What about you, Booger? <laughs> I like this. Um, I, I saw Red's a fucking really good kind of ballady hair metal, but it's about a guy getting fucking cheated on when you're in the hair metal. Like, Jesus, you know, it's not a very positive thing. You got to no. be more macho writing songs like that. than fucking. Exactly. But I, I think there are some really good songs. I've had this album since it came out. It's good. And Cherry Pie is fun. Okay. The Cherry Pie guy. That's right. <laughs> Rest in peace. Dude, get uh, over your fucking self. I know. Exactly. You know about that. Uh, uh, oh, I'm famous because I have a hit. Yeah, I didn't want to be this. I wanted to be different. I wanted to come out and they made me pick. Oh, shut the fuck up. I don't want to go. I want to be with you guys. I want <laughs> I don't want to have some relevancy. Just enjoy what you do. Yeah, you know? Exactly. All right. Number 18. Here's a great one. Another ARC album from 1986. Cinderella Night Songs. This should be a little bit higher, but we'll. We'll say a that lot higher. I know, I know. A lot Let's higher. Be- I mean, this is very quintessential hair metal. Yeah, Let's be exactly. honest. The music isn't very hair metal. No, but this is hair metal. Look at that fucking look in those head. That bassist and guitarist, that fucking individual hairdo. Seriously, the bassist hairdo is sold at every party city as fucking it's, 80s. It's, it's true. You want to dress up like that. It's true. Nah, it's okay. Speak, speaking of speaking of speaking of how fucked up Rolling Stone is oh, right God. here. Oh God. Oh God. This is this is gonna be offensive right now. At number 17 from 1983, Def Leppard Pyromania. Now, here's the first thing I want to ask you. Is Pyromania hair metal? No. 
Okay, no, thank not you. Even close. Thank you, because I don't think it is either. I think it might be a precursor to what we saw. Uh, this is to me. This is not hair metal, and for it to be at number seventeen, fuck off, Rolling Stone. Give me a break. None of the bands here in the in this in these videos and all this from Pyromania went up. They were just no. long. Yeah, and the music was not nothing to was do not, with it. It no. wasn't. There wasn't even a fucking hair metal kind of look back then. Nope. These guys were British guys looking like they were British guys. Yeah, exactly. He was wearing the drummer was wearing little tight shorts in the back <laughs> with the little Union Jack on him, and they would fire bricks and bottles of beers at him. Number sixteen, uh, everybody loves this guy except for me because I can't <laughs> fucking stand him. Uh, from nineteen eighty four, Twisted Sister, Stay Hungry. Uh, uh, we all know we all know the videos, we all know the big songs, we all know how fucking amazing D Snyder is because he tells us every day on Twitter. Yeah, they have uh, a couple, obviously, songs that have transcended the era in this. Yeah. But this is hair metal. I mean, uh, my def- opinion, of course, definitely you know, is. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah, de- definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Speaking of hair metal, here's an album. I remember buying this. I remember buying this on cassette. I love it. Uh, at number 15 from 1983, Quiet Riot, Metal Health. Now, no, not the- hair metal. I'm sorry. I wouldn't call this hair metal. I think you might be right. I think because, again, it's 1983. The songs are like and anth- obviously come on, feel the noise and, and stuff. But like in retrospect, you might say, yeah, that's hair metal. But when this came out in 1983, people like, holy shit, this is a this is a fucking kick. Like no one was like, oh, this is glammy, cheesy, poppy. No, I think in this- re- hindsight, people judge these albums differently. Yeah, this is way different. Their next album. And I think it was an album. <laughs> The wild and the young. He had a fucking oh. hairdo that was like yeah. it would rival the guy, the bases from Cinderella. Yep. Like, yeah, they changed their look afterwards to try to come in. But you know what? They're an ugly band. And oh. they can't match up with like poison and stuff. No, nope. you're ugly. So nope. it's true. Oh God. Again, another appearance. Number 14. From 1989, Dirty, Rotten, Filthy, Stinking, Rich by Warrant. Um, yeah, I, I know the singles off this. I know Big Talk and, and, and Heaven, obviously. But again, you heard me say it about Cherry Pie, not a Warrant guy. Yeah, I will tell you, this may be better than their last album. So I, I would expect this to be in there, the top 50. Oh, yeah, me too. From the, yeah, yeah. From the era. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, and uh, they, they, you know, this this isn't a bad album. I had this when it came out. I had um, uh, Uncle Tom's Cabin when it came out as well. The guy's got a pretty decent uh, vocal. Yeah. I, you tell me who the guitarists and the bassists and the drummers are in this. They're all interchangeable with yeah. half the members on here. They have no, like, anything that sticks out. And the only thing I would say is a couple of the guys, some of the lead singers, because usually the lead singers have good voices and a few guitar guys and things like that. Like, like mm-hmm. you mentioned Vito Brada and things like that. Yep. Uh, and, and from what I've seen so far on this list, they are right to say winger had the probably best musicians from oh, this pro- probably. Yeah. 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 So far. Yeah. Well, speaking of, speaking of uh, oh, legend, cool. legendary guitarists right here at number 13 from 1990, Extreme with Extreme 2 Porno Graffiti or Pornography, however you say it. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, Nuno Betancourt. We were just talking about Vito Brada. Uh, Nuno Betancourt, absolutely fucking incredible. Um, yeah, we we grew up. Extreme was always being talked about because they're a, a local band. Uh, this is a great album. 
uh, I've always loved the sound of Gary Sharon's voice. And I've always loved like that funk rock sound of, of extreme. So again, I, I, not really hair metal to me, but I think because more than words and because when the album came out, they're going to throw it in that hair metal mix, but yeah, not real hair metal to me. No, not hair metal, but it came out in 1990, that kind of ending yeah. of hair metal. And yep. this is a sunny album, so I've got a shit on it because I didn't really listen to it. <laughs> I was never a big fucking extreme fan, so. Okay. Yeah. All right. Number 12. Oh, this is ridiculous. This should be way higher. Number 12, self-titled 1987 White Snake. What can you say about this album that we don't already know? The videos, the hits, the songs, David Coverdale quintessential hair metal style hard rock or what do we think here is this blues metal is this hair metal should it have been in the hair metal group what do you think i mean white snake is not a hair metal band but this is album they became one in 87 and then their night next album slip of the tongue yeah he changed slip of the tongue yeah i think slip of the tongue is way more hair metal than, than this one yeah this the problem is he like figured out what do I do? The sound is a little bit different. It's yep. got a little Zeppelin thing when Zeppelin Redux was like the big thing at this era. Like people are all doing Zeppelin, Zeppelin stuff. Yep. He just said, well, how do I change the look of the band without yeah. kind of changing the sound? And he put all the guys in there to look. I mean, look at Bernie Marsden. Yeah. With, whose shirt doesn't cover his gut. With a triple neck, <laughs> and then you got fucking Rick Keo, in other words, Mick Rick Moody on the other Keo. guitar. Yeah. And fucking Ian Pace is not what you would call a handsome man, but neither is Freddy Krueger, but you can't tell with his hair metal do hairdo. <laughs> then you replace them with Adrian Vandenberg, who's chiseled out of a Fabio cover book. I mean, come on. I mean, purposely. And then yeah. Coverdale, who had this Robert Plant kind of but brownish hair down. Yeah. All of a sudden, his hair went. Whoop. Yep, yep. So the whole look changed completely. And of, be hair metal, and of course the videos, obviously. You know. Yeah, and this is exactly. I mean, this is almost another one of those. Oh, hair metal. Sure, go put on here. I go again. Video. The yeah. hot chick dancing on vid on cars. The guys all fucking hairdo everywhere. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, this is hair metal. Yeah. Number 11. Um, I, this is one of my all time favorite bands. I always kind of struggle with a hair metal term for them. This is 1989's great radio controversy by Tesla. Uh, the first sentence here, I like it says an enigma marinated in a paradox. Sacramento's Tesla were not only somehow a respectable hair band, but also bizarrely conflicted about technology <laughs> um and they even compare them to some of the uh some, some of the stuff that, that ufo did in the 70s look i love tesla we did mechanical residence another arc album um i i i, I get why they throw them in this in that you know the big bucket of hair metal stuff but to me they're they're not hair metal in any not way hair but, metal but in the hair metal era yeah this album is one of their one of the best by far yep yep so All right, so people. here we are. In the, here we are for the top ten, uh, making another appearance on the list. 1988's "Long Cold Winter" from Cinderella. Yeah, if you throw out "Don't Know What You Got," terrible this song. Might, might rival um, their night songs. This is a great album. 
Not, I used to think I, I used to think you were crazy metal. for yeah. I used to think you were crazy for saying that until I spent some time with Night Songs and we did it on ARC and listen to this. That this is a, this is a great album. Absolutely, it is. It is. Yeah. It's got a lot of good songs on there. Uh, we'll probably get to this too, but yeah. But even even Rolling Stone says Long Cold Winter ranks with any of the blues rock of the eighties. Yeah, but it's not hair metal. It's blues rock. They look it though. That's it, the problem. Exactly. Here we go. Number nine. Nineteen eighty one. Too Fast for Love by The Crew. I don't know if this is hair metal. Yeah. I, I, I think this is I think this is Motley Crue embracing the new wave of British heavy metal. Um, kind of like the punk aesthetic of like some fast stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I love this album. I, I, it's a fucking incredible album. I remember when I first got this cassette, I was like, holy shit, this is the same guys who did Shout at the Devil. Um yeah, I love this album. I'm not really sure it's hair metal. Yeah, I'm not sure if it's hair metal either. I love the album. Again, I'm okay with this being on the list. It just me too. depends on me, what me. else is on this Yeah, before yeah. I say anything. Yep. All right. So we're down to number eight. <laughs> I, I know you're going to laugh. And I and I know this is we, this is a this is a band name that we throw around, but this is a really good album if you're talking hair metal. At number eight from 1988 is Blow My Fuse by Kicks. I know the three hits. Yep. And the three hits on this album are fucking awesome. Exactly. Now, I know Steve Wright from Part of the Hell swears by them. He's seen them over 40 times too many. Yep. But he's seen them a lot. <laughs> and he swears by this band and this album. Yep. Uh, he made me on his show listen to another kind of song by them. And it was good. Yeah, so I've only good. four songs by them. And I like them all. So what am I to say? All I'm going to tell you is that at number eight, none. Yeah. That's, I think that's the problem. Yes. Agreed. It's a good album. Number eight. Eh. Oh boy, here we go. Number seven, self-titled from 1987, Faster Pussycat. Um, I love the sound of these guys. I think it's beyond dirty, beyond sleazy. Um, this is a band that you either love-hate relationship with them, not the band name. Um, but I've I, I think Faster Pussycat was excellent at what they did for this era. Yeah, I like this album. I had it yeah. when it first came out. Yep. I think Bathroom Wall has got one of the best little funky little rips. Yep. I love that song. And the in the raspy vocals, too, by uh, Tammy Downs. Is that yep. his name, I think? Yep. Yep. I, I thought this is pretty good. And it's a different type of album in the era. So, like we said, there's some genres in the described hair metal era. And this is one of them. Number seven, though? No. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. it's But hair metal, I love this album. Number six. I mean, should, are we going to argue and say it should be higher? I don't know. It's number six. Rat. 1984's Rat Out of the Cellar. Um, I think it should be higher. Of course I do, too. Uh, but, I, but I will give credit to Rolling Stone for at least having this as high as they do. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it, it should be higher than number six. It's it's friggin' Rat Out of the Cellar. And if you want to hear us talk more about this, check out uh, Chris Jericho's episode, he did the classic album clash of Out of the Cellarverse, Invasion of Your Privacy with me, Zeus, and Sonny. And that was a blast because two great albums. Number five, ugh. self-titled, 1989, Skid Row. Zeus, you could take this one. You're the even Skid Row, this, You're the Skid Row sure. guy. Yeah, but even this, I'm not even sure. Is it hair metal? Kind of, yes. Yeah. Sebastian Bach had that fucking... But the music is not really hair metal. These guys are a little bit heavier. It's a little yeah. bit poppier than Slave to the Grind. 
But yeah. this was a quintessential album, I think, of this era. Plus, yeah. you know, they have the the fucking oh, kiss like you've gone wild. We are, and then eighteen in life is such I, a great song, and so yeah. is uh, I. Remember I remember you. you. Yeah, yeah. Oh. I mean, I, I understand. This is this is probably I would I would still consider this probably hair metal, just a little bit on the heavier, harder side of the hair metal spectrum. Um. But yeah, I could I could see what you're saying. I would I would say maybe top ten of this era. I don't know if top five. Okay. Well, we're at number four. Two this albums. Makes sense. Two this albums. Makes sense. Yeah, two albums in the top ten from this band at number four. 1983. Shout at the Devil by the Crew. One of my all time favorite albums. Another another uh, ARC representative here. Shout at the Devil by Crew. Um, hair metal. Okay. Uh, yeah. To me, it's way. To me, it's way too hard and heavy for it to be thrown in there with like faster pussycat and poison. Um, but yeah, that's what can you say about this album? It's fucking Again, incredible. I think this album is fan fucking tastic. Top five. Okay. Maybe. Oh yeah. I, I would. better see better albums in the top three. Then let's well, see what comes down. Okay. Number three. Here you go. Yeah. Here's your, here's your, here's your, here are your boys here. Number three from 1986 slippery one, wet Bon Jovi, not a skippable track. Um, Bon Jovi was my band, and when they came out with Slippery and Wet, and the and the rest of the world caught up on them, I was like, "Thank God, these guys have the catchiest. They had the look, and it's sad because he like totally like ignores like, oh, I don't remember this era. Yes, you did, buddy, and yeah. this is how you got big. But just even the guitars and like the keys and the yep. good looking lead singer and their video, like this is." quintessential hair metal but talented motherfuckers that can write good songs so yeah i would say top five but i'm not sure what else is in here so well get ready because i what's that number two i thought would what's that number two i thought would be at number one another arc representative from 1986 look what the cat dragged in from poison a terrible album this is what a lazy, terrible album. This is what a lazy magazine would do and put at number two. You're what lucky. is the most stereotypical? Oh, let's put Brett Michaels in Poison as number two. It's a fucking horrendous album. Musically, not even fucking close to anything in the top fucking no. 2550 on this list. I will say Talk Dirty to Me is one of my all-time favorite songs from the era, but this album is a tr- pile of trash. It's uh, all relative th- with what, what's on here. Yeah, so, no, I know, I know. And number one is just a, a crime against humanity right now. I mean, you're talking the top 50 greatest hair metal albums of all time at number one from 1987, Def Leppard Hysteria. I don't get this. It is their third best album at best. Half of this album is junk. I'm on board with Sonny <laughs> Pooney on this one. Half of this album is excellent. The other half of this album is junk. This is, I don't understand how this is number one. I've never, ever, ever considered Def Leppard hair metal. If you put a gun to my head and make me say which album is hair metal, maybe I'd say Hysteria. But I, I don't, I don't know. Number one, I got to disagree. This is 100% hair metal. Look I don't what know. their fucking hairdo. I'm talking about the time. style of music. Though. I'm not talking this about This is exactly hair metal. Fucking, I don't know. What it's do you way- call it? It's exactly hair metal. The whole mm. album is. Mm. Pour some sugar on is so hair metal. Yeah, Love but a song, bites. but like Gods of War, women, like those are like, oh. I mean, first of all, the I know you don't like hysteria. 
the album is it makes sense that this is number one. It really does. Okay. It's probably the biggest selling that or slippery when wet is probably the biggest selling. And look at the hairdo. This got MTV. The, these guys were putting out seven singles from that album. No, I know. I get all oh, that. This is quintessential. The era is this is a look. This is a style. The music was not the fast and heavy um, stuff that you were hearing on High and Dry and Pyromania. This started be- maybe because of the drummer. The drummer. Uh, that's started why. getting like tech kind of into and synth but, and all sorts. Well, they of- had to, yeah. So yeah, this is quintessential. I get uh, that this is number one. I don't know if if if, if you're gonna put it would to me it would make more sense to have Slippery One Wet at number one and put this at number three. I think Slippery One Wet to me is more of a standard bearer of the hair metal era than this album. That's my opinion. As Bon Jovi got more into their career, they still stayed hair metal. Oh, I don't know. Up to about keep the faith, I would think they started, you know, changing down the yeah. fucking hair and stuff. Okay. Def Leppard went way up <laughs> from pyromania, I think, in the look to Hysteria and Adrenalized. Dude, but Hysteria was the last album I ever bought by Def Leppard because after that I couldn't listen to them anymore. Yeah, it's a different style, but yep. uh I, I get that this here's the problem with this list. I'll tell you right now. There's about 20 artists. I'm like, huh? Who never yeah. even heard of these? Yeah. So th- you can take this era, in my opinion. You go, okay, let's take five albums from Rat, five albums from the crew. Uh some we're gonna put Tesla in here. Three albums from Tesla. We're putting Dawkin in this era. Yep, so yep. four albums from Dawkin. Yep. <laughs> That's how it, White Snakes. Okay, let's put their three albums in there. And all these other fucking shit bands albums wouldn't make this list. Yep. I agree. Great I agree. White. Once Bitten's not once, even in Once this. Bitten's not even on it, which yeah, is incredible. Cinderella's first two albums. Poison's first two albums. Yep. That's what makes this list. All the other ones, get the fuck out of here. Yep. And it's funny how of for of all the Kiss albums they put on here, they put Lick It Up where they don't put Asylum or Crazy yeah. Nights. Those are the hair metal albums from them. Lick It Up. Jesus Christ. It's That's incredible. so fucking embarrassing. I don't know. Eventually down the road, I think you'll hear Tom and Zeus making their list of personal favorite hair metal albums. But yeah, as we- usual, it, but as usual, we like to uh we have a lot of fun running through these Rolling Stone lists and just blasting them and then hearing your feedback. And I'm yep. really, really interested to see what people think about this number one or some of the bands that we were laughing at, like Lord Tracy or the fucking that that those girls from fucking the mall. Little whatever the Lord fucking, Prince Boney and his Yeah, fucking... whatever the fucking album that was. But uh, always love having fun with a Rolling Stone list. Yeah. Well, till next time, Tom. Peace out, Girl Scout. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. 
FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points. 